Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. I don't think they're ready for this. This is different. A LA Ram podcast, not based in California, but based in Florida? Come on, nah. You know I had to do it. Ram Nation, stand up. It's Ramley Talk from the Playmakers Bar podcast, hosted by Darnell the Playmakers Silence. Let's talk Rams football. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to your new edition of Ramley Talk from the Playmakers Bar Podcast. You know me, your host, Darnell the Playmaker Silence, out here in Jacksonville, Florida. Getting ready to talk about some more LA Rams football. Gonna quickly recap what took place in week five against the Washington football team. And then we're gonna focus on the big matchup. The Sunday night matchup, Santa Clara, Levi Stadium, a rivalry, West Coast, San Francisco 49ers, Los Angeles Rams. It's going to be a good one. Our first divisional game. And plus, Tyler O's going to give you his Rams fantasy talk for week six. So without further ado, let's go ahead and jump into it. Week five, our third East Coast trip against our final NFC East opponent, the Washington football team. Now, if you all recall, if y'all was listening last week, I was not pleased of how the Rams played against the New York football Giants. They rectified that this past weekend against the Washington football team. Final score, Rams 30, football team 10, 20-point victory. I like the what I seen, Jerry Goff, 21 for 30. 309, two touchdowns. He did throw an interception. Elevised though. He also had a rushing touchdown. I'm not going to too hop on that. Q 
Kim Eccles came back. He had nine. He had he had nine carries for sixty-one yards. Derrick Henderson, fifteen carries, thirty-eight yards, a touchdown, three catches, thirty yards, and a receiving touchdown. We got Everett involved. He had a rushing touchdown. He had four catches and ninety yards. Robert Woods had four catches, seventy-one yards, a touchdown. Cooper Cup, five catches, sixty-six yards. Let the good. The defense led by Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald had four sacks. Troy Reader had three sacks. The team had eight sacks total. The, the defense showed up against the football team. They only allowed 70 yards passing. The rest, the football team, excuse me, only rushed for 14 times and 38 yards. So the defense showed up. The offense did their thing. A good performance all around. Nothing too much to talk about, by the way. It was nice to see Alex Smith return to the game of football after that horrific, horrifying injury he suffered back in 2018. It was good to see him step on the field. Too bad it was against us, but it was good to see Alex Smith to return. So, with that being said, I'm not going to harp too much on that. We did what he had to do. 4-1-1, 3 win. Well, Two wins on the East Coast trip, one loss on the East Coast trip. We have a, we have one more East Coast trip in week eight. We gotta go back to the East Coast to play the Miami Dolphins. But that's in week eight. Let's focus on what we're here and now. So we finna switch it up because it's our first divisional game of the season. It's on Sunday night football. It's a road game against the 49ers of San Francisco. Now they didn't look good. They got they got blasted by those Miami Dolphins that I mentioned earlier. I mean blasted. I think it was what forty three to like seventeen, something like that. Oh, they they the Dolphins put it on. Jimmy Garoppolo looked it terrible. They brought in C.J. Beathard. He kind of got them a spark, but it was it was way too late. Brian Fitzpatrick had his way with him. It it was it was something. Horrifying to see if you're a 49ers fan. You did not see that coming. But now, as most as most teams in the NFL do, they're gonna bounce back from that. I have no doubt about it, because it's Sunday night football. They got the Rams coming into town. I expect a better performance from Jimmy Garoppolo and the 49ers, 49ers team as a whole. Now, they swept us last last year. They swept us. We 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 hung in there both games, but they swept us. Last game coming again coming at Santa Clara where we're going to now. Beat us by three. I believe it was 34-31. Back in December of last year. It's a new year. Now it's the it's the it's the it's the team, it's the last two teams who represent the NFC in the Super Bowl going at each other. San Fran did it last year and the year before that it was us. Let's see how this goes. Right now, we are four and one. The 49ers are two and three. They are the home team, but we're the favorite. Three and a half favorite for our, as of right now. So people are starting to come around back into the Rams world. It took them long enough, but they starting to come back around. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a good matchup. It's always a good matchup when you want to be played on San Francisco 49ers. It's always divisional games. It's, it's hard to, to really predict divisional games. We have the third ranked offense. We are 12th in passing, 6th in rushing. 
the seven ranked defense. They have allowed one touchdown pass or fewer in four of the last five games. The secondary led by Jalen Ramsey, John Johnson, has doing their job. Aaron Donald is getting that front, that front four in the backfield to get the quarterbacks. And Aaron Donald already has seven and a half sets already. We only played five games. This man already has seven and a half sacks. He's getting there. He's getting there. Darius Williams. He has two interceptions on his on the season. That's Jordan Now, even though stats says it all, you know, Jared Goff is completing 71.7% of his passes. Has eight touchdowns, three interceptions. He has a he has a rating of 108.8. All really good. Henderson, 58 carries, 260 yards on the ground, three touchdowns, seven catches, 92 yards on the TD. You know, we can we can go over the stats. I can go over the Jimmy G stats. Complete only 60% of his passes. He has four touchdowns, two interceptions. You know, Raheem most of 34 carries, two 238 and a touchdown. Nine catches, 139 a touchdown. And you know, we know about George Kittle, 23 receptions, 271 yards a touchdown. All this is good. Stats are good to talk about and all. But it's an original game. It's a it's a rivalry. It's a and it's on Sunday night football. Stats can be thrown out the door on this one. Clearly. Stats can be thrown out the door on this one. Because we gonna have this is the type of game right here. To show the NFL. To show people watching the NFL we are back we are legit and stop sleeping on us this is what this is this is step one right here we got we got pad we got past our two cupcake supposed to be cupcake that's people like to call it cupcake teams we got past our two winnable games we got past the Giants and we got past the the football team now it's time because after this it's Monday night against Chicago at home that's week seven. Before we head down to Miami for week eight. You wanna send a message? This is the game. You wanna you wanna put you wanna put the world on notice? This is the game. They're starting to real they're starting to come around. They're starting to come around. But right here, right here, at Santa Clara, Levi Stadium, I used the 49ers, the defending NFC champs. It starts right here. It starts right here. Now, I mind you, I'm going to see how the running game goes. We got Cam Makers back. Gary Henderson has been holding it down. Michael Brown's been the backup. I want to see because San Fran has a has a top has a top five rush defense. Matter of fact, they are. I think they are second in rush defense. They have they have a good rushing defense. You can pass on them. So I'm going to see if Jared Goff. Can duplicate what he did against the football team. Can he hit Cooper Cup? Can he hit Robert Josh Reynolds? Uh, you know, Tyler Hedby, Gerald Everett. Matter of fact, this might be a game. This this might be a Van Jefferson game here. Because we ain't been using Van Jefferson besides week one and two. We haven't been using Van Jefferson. This could be a Van Jefferson game. Because if we can't get the running game going, you're gonna have to you have to move them, move them safeties back. Once you move and take it back, then you can run. So you might be a flip flop. So you might have to pass first to to lead to the run. It's gonna be interesting to see the game plan 
for Sean McVay on our offensive side. And it's going to be interesting to see how Brandon Staley does his game plan against Kyle Shanahan's offense. Because Kyle Shanahan's offense, he has Jimmy Garoppolo back. He has Raheem most of that. Now you got Jared McKinney, who, who had came back from that season, some of that season in the surgery of last season. You still got George Kidd. You got Debo Samuel back. Now, they first games back, terrible. Terrible against the Dolphins. That's straight out terrible. But now, with, a, with another week to prepare, I expect Jimmy G to look better. I expect Mohim Mosley to get back to being him. I expect Debo Sane to be involved more. I expect the 49ers to come out playing well. But I think we can outplay it. I think this is a game we can take. I think this is a game that we can take right here. I think we can win this game. I think we can get to 5-1. Heading to our Monday night tip with the Chicago Bears at home. So, this is what I'm hoping. I need the Rams. I need the Rams to show up. You got to remember what this team did to us last season. Aaron Donald, get back there and put pressure on Jimmy G. Leonard Floyd, Sam Epicam. Morgan Fox, y'all join the party. Jalen Ramsey, do what you need to do against Debo Samuel. The rest of y'all, focus on the rest of the crew. And whoever's sticking, whoever's sticking to us, kid, do your damn best to stop him. But not stop him. Do your damn best to contain him, because it's it's hard to stop George Kidd. That man is a beast. Let's just call it what it is. George Kidd is a beast. But just get one and over in the division. Let's get one and oh in the division. San Fran already there is lost one division game already. They lost that to the Arizona Congress. This is our long division game in the first half of the season. After this, we don't see another we don't see another division game until after our bye week. Five division games after our bye week. This is our only divisional game in this first half of the season. Let's finish it by taking 1-0. And dropping San Fran down to two and four, and we go up to five and one. Rams up, horns up. Let's go! It's Sunday night football. We got a divisional opponent, and we in a backyard. Let's show them we are back, and we mean business. Let's get it, Rams. Let's get it. Whew. It's a big game. It's a huge game for us. The next two games are huge for us. You gotta feel it. It's San Fran on Sunday night. Then next week is Chicago Bears on Monday night. It's some big games this week and next week. Let's go. It's time to put the world on notice about the LA Rams again. Now that I got that up, in and out my system. Tyler O, go ahead, do what you do. Give the people their Rams fantasy talk, and I'll be back to close it out. Welcome to week six of Rams Fantasy Talk. I'll be your host, Tyler Urginski. As always, this will be a quick one. I outlined how great of a rushing football team this is on last week's pod, but I'm going to do it again just in case you missed it. The Rams so far in 2020, second in the league in rush attempts, sixth in total yards, and seventh in yards per carry, tied for first in total rushing TDs. And looking at this team from a, a pass to rush ratio, this team calls run plays the second most in the NFL. And finally, 
They rank first in rushing offense DVOA. Basically what DVOA is, is it breaks down every single play of the NFL season to see how much success offensive players achieved in each specific situation compared to the league average in that situation. Then it adjusts it for the strength of the schedule. I know that was a mouthful, but it's a really cool stat, and it's even cooler that the Rams are first in the NFL. This is a dominant rushing football team. Now that we know that, taking that at face value, that's great for fantasy. But when you dive into the running back usage, it's still a bit of a nightmare. I'll spare you the usage stats because you likely already have an idea of how these running backs are being used. There's no real lead dog. It's a running back by committee, a three-headed monster. I get the backfield's a mess, but I'm going to try and make some sense of it. It seems like Daryl Henderson has been the primary back, quotations on primary, at 44% snap rate last week. He's led the team in snaps more often than not at this point. I know Akers was hurt, so it kind of convolutes that, but it looks to me as they're starting to lean towards Henderson, and I'll tell you why. When things were close last week, it was a blowout that absolutely crushed the Washington football team. Henderson was in the game when it was close. Akers and Brown got their usage in garbage time. So when the game's close, Henderson's in. When it was garbage time, it was Akers and Brown. That is enough to give me a little bit of confidence to start Henderson this week. I think he's a solid flex play, but you still want to have Akers and Malcolm Brown on your bench as this is a great rushing football team. And if something happens to one of these guys, God forbid, there's going to be a lot of value there. So Henderson's a start, Akers and Malcolm Brown on the bench. However, this week's matchup is not good for the Rams running backs. 49ers are 8th DVOA against the run this year, meaning they're the 8th toughest against the run. And the 49ers also allow the second fewest fantasy points to running backs on the year. At this point, you can reasonably expect running backs to underperform, perform below expectations against the 49ers. I get the Rams are a three-point road favorite, but that's not enough to get me excited. All in all, with bye weeks, with injuries, you likely don't have the luxury to sit Daryl Henderson. In fact, I'm starting Daryl Henderson this week. But I can't say... You know, it's, it's a smash play. I can't say I'm walking into this with a ton of confidence considering the matchup's not good and it's a three-headed monster. But go ahead, put Henderson out there. I have no problem with it. Jared Goff's a funny one for me this year. Pretty wild, actually. He disappoints in two smash matchups against the Cowboys and the Giants and then overperforms against the Washington football team, the Bills, and then the Eagles to a lesser extent. He currently sits as the QB9 overall in fantasy football, a solid low-end QB1. This isn't the 49ers of old with the injury and as a whole, this defense isn't as scary as it used to be. It's still good, but not great. With a relatively high over-under of 51 and a half, and then I just outlined the fact that I think the Rams will have a tough time rushing the ball. Goff's definitely in play here as a low-end top 12 guy, which he is right now. Go ahead and put Goff in there. I have no problem starting Goff and Henderson this week. They both should be fine plays. I'm not raving about either one of them, but I'm not telling you to sit either, either. Woods and Cup, the wide receivers, it's pretty straightforward. I expect them to perform well. I'm not going to have any crazy quip here any week at all this whole season if they stay healthy. You're going to start Woods, you're going to start Cup regardless of the matchup, and you're going to expect at least wide receiver two numbers. It's that simple. I will say that if I had to pick one of the two to be better, it'd be Woods. The 49ers do allow six more fantasy points to outside wide receivers than in the slot. Either way, starting with confidence again, Josh Reynolds does seem to have won that third wide receiver role on the team, but there really isn't much value there considering how much they're running the football. K. 
can't really say I'd love to have Jeff Reynolds at the bottom of my roster, but there's worse you could do, especially in deeper leagues. I went over a litany of reasons to trade away Higby last week. Nothing has changed in his favor. He is blocking more. Gerald Everett is getting a decent amount of play. And the thing that scared me the most is Gerald Everett is out there on an overwhelming majority of third and long situations. Higby is still a top 10 tight end in terms of fantasy points, but I do not believe he will finish the year in the top 15 fantasy tight ends. So when the year comes to a close, when we saw that huge 3 TD spike week from Higby, that's the best it's going to get. I don't expect a lot out of him moving forward whatsoever. So if he he, I would say if he does. He still does have value. He's a top 10 tight end. You could trade him away as a top 10 tight end, and that would be a fact. But I do not see him as that. So trade away Higby. Guys, I would rather have than Higby rest of season. Tanyan, Goddard, Ingram, Hawkinson, Hooper. I would take all five of those guys straight up for Higby in a trade. That's all we got for week six of Rams Fantasy Talk. You can follow me on Twitter at FFTylero. And don't forget, tell somebody you love them. Later. Thank you for that, Tyler O. You got your Ram Fantasy Talk. I don't run over the San Fran gang. Like I said earlier, shout out to Adam Smith, who came back from a horrifying injury two years ago, back in 2018, to make his return last week against us. Praise and glory to you. Speaking of the prayers go out to Dak Prescott, that was a gruesome injury. Very, very gruesome injury, even though he's not Rams related. But you don't want to even not want to see anybody get hurt like that Prescott got hurt. So prayers out to you, that Prescott. For hopeful, safe and speedy recovery. We'll see you next year suited up with the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, uh the Seattle Seahawks, they still on top of the division. They're undefeated. They got past the Minnesota Vikings on Sunday night football. So they sitting at five and oh. We are at four and one behind them. Behind us are the Arizona Cardinals at 3-2, and two, and obviously we play the San Francisco 49ers this Sunday night, who are 2-3, and three, so that division is getting tough, and four of our next five divisional games is against Seattle and Arizona, with one remaining against the 49ers after this game, so we're on the right trail. I like what we're doing. I like how we how we looking. Can we keep it up? We got to. We got to. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. But from right here, from right now, sit back, enjoy your football. We're gonna see if we're gonna see how COVID is doing in the NFL. Thank God the Rams have been doing a great job of working with the protocols, and nobody in the organization has been contracted the, the virus since the season started. I, could, I continue to pray that that continues on because just now the Atlanta Falcons have multiple tests so they specifically have shut down. We're going to see the status of their game on Sunday as they get ready to play the Minnesota Vikings. But you know, we ought to have some schedule changes with New England, Tennessee, and Buffalo, and so many teams so far. Thankfully, we have to have to, we have to go through all that. So keep praying that our boys continue to do what they need to do to keep their health in check and everybody else around them in check. Until then, I'll be back next week to recap what took place on this Sunday night against the Portland and then preview the Monday night football tip with the Chicago Bears. Let's go, Rams.
For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.